You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engines! The following is a paid program. This program may contain adult themes and nudity, and you can never go wrong with that. Speaking of always being right, views expressed on this program are those of life-experienced mechanics. Continued listening may cause addiction, and in rare cases, a rash. Discretion is advised. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, it's that time. Hey, good morning and welcome everybody to Dave's Corner Garage. Uh, I got to tell you, it was snowing out. It this was. Morning. There was a blistery, blustery thing going on in the yeah. Gardner Expressway today. I was just wanting to put my car into four wheel drive just to see what would happen. <laughs> I put my winter tires on yesterday. Ha 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 ha. Oh, you're kidding. Okay. No. Uh, today we've got an interesting program. Uh, Trevor from Crown is joining us. Uh, Trevor's going to talk about not just why you want to undercoat your car, but other things that they do do, which is uh, fascinating. Hey, what? They what? Do do. Do do. Do do. Trevor, I'm sorry to hear that. That you <laughs> yeah. do do. I always used to say those. He's a famous do. clown, actually. <laughs> Before I was teaching auto mechanics, I used to say those that do do and those that don't teach. But I can't say that anymore. I have to apologize to all my friends who are teachers. Anyways, and Dave McLean, you like that, uh, Steve? That a boy, yeah, McLean. I used, to, I used to call him McLean, but now you're batting like, 500 <laughs> so far today. <laughs> Dave McLean from the Auto Show is going to call in. You know, talk about all my life's a circle. Uh, the Auto Show is up in February, and they're already giving out tickets for the Auto Show. Yes. So that's going to be exciting, and uh, we're going to talk about how you can get your tickets with 25% discount. And, of course, your calls are already available and equally <laughs> wanted. <laughs> Important. We will Whoa. answer calls today. It's, how are the how are your Bauer skates? Are they sharpened up right now? Because you're skating pretty good. <laughs> I guess I was, I was just looking at the board and it's empty. So and it snowed. It snowed this morning. Yes, it did. Right. It stopped right now. But I'll tell you, the roads are slick with the leaves in the side. And it's a great time to get your your car. I wonder if anybody's going to call in and say, "Is this a good time of year to get my car sprayed?" No, it's not. <laughs> exactly. Hey, you know what? We're supposed to close our pool this afternoon. <laughs> You know, and I dread that call. It says, you know, I'm thinking about getting some winter tires. You should have thought it is a couple months ago. Are there any deals out there? Okay, we'll be right back, and we welcome your calls. What do you mean I can't come in for three weeks? Welcome back with our winter tires already. Uh, and other things ready as well to keep you warm. <laughs> we're back. This is Dave's Corner Garage in really, studio. Really, coffees. Uh, it's really coffee that we're drinking. Trevor <laughs> Hutchison from Crown is in. Got your questions ready? Give us a call throughout the hour. Along with Alan Gelman, without his Batman jersey on, which nope. I'm disappointed with. Uh, here's Dave Runninger. You know, I've had this shirt for like se- seven years. Yeah, sure. Like Looks like new. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, uh, Trevor's with us today from Crown, and uh, I have see. To speaking tell you, of keeping things for seven years, yes. that is the green way of doing things. Well, that's you know. what I was going to talk about. I had a conversation with your boss, yes, uh, and his wife. 
Well, no. Yeah, we, what, what did Lucy have to say? <laughs> She's not talking to me right now. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> That's a plus and a minus. Judge Judy's Anyways, on after the show. So we were talking about, and he said, Freeman said, that not having to replace a car, what could be more green than that? You know, the carbon footprint of building a car uh, is exactly years and years and years and years of, of problems. So saving a car is actually very, very green. And then there was a comment that said, Crown has no solvents or volatile organic compounds. Let's talk about that. Yeah, well, I mean, that that's really a key to the chemistry of the way the product's made up, is, is the environmental impact of the product uh, is really huge because you think about it, we're in the business to extend vehicle life. Right. Well, you want the product that you're putting on your vehicle, you know, to be something that's in conjunction with that, that that's safe for the vehicle, safe to use on things like electrical wiring, uh, won't cause things like, say, mold growth. Uh, because, you know, there's products out there that are that are put on vehicles on the road today, waxes, paraffin products, lanolins, that can contribute to that. Right, and so when when the when the product was designed, it was really designed not just to displace moisture, but to be something that would actually treat the metal and protect it year after year after year, but be safe to use, not flammable things Allie, like that. How average oil age of the vehicles you're fixing? Oh, um, you know, it's funny because yesterday we did have a. <laughs> speaking of rust, it was a ten year old uh, car, and the lady said, "Do me a favor." Have a look underneath and tell me if you think, you know, I should be getting rid of this car. And really, until I started to look, because to look at the car from the parking lot, it looked pretty good. You know, you don't see the traditional fenders hanging off and things like that. But once we start to look inside the wheel wells, and sure enough, we open up the hatch, and here's a wire harness that's running right past where the inner fender is. And it's it's split right open. Um, so it, you know, I, I had to obviously bring it to her attention and then try to figure out how we were going to fix it. But so, yeah, we see cars on the road, they're 10 or 15 years old. Yeah. And if they've not done any preventative work, because, you know, we do a lot of Japanese cars. They, they, they Generally, they're cars that last forever, you know, Toyotas, Hondas, but they have their own particular problems when it comes to rust. And uh, so we see those cars on the road, and we do have to do fuel lines and brake lines, which is a shame because the vehicle overall, is great and and that's a product crown you know is is one that would help that from happening yeah yeah that, that's the thing we always tell people we were actually meeting with some major north american manufacturers this week and and one of the things we were trying to explain to them is that that you know crown's not in in their words a magic bullet there, there's not one way to be able to put something on that'll encase uh, yeah. a piece of equipment right it, it it's it's preventative maintenance it, it's small things that add up and if you're able to look after the small things you extend the vehicle life but it's the small things that add up in costs well, I always, you know, uh, Mazdas, for instance, the left rear quarters, right rear quarters, they rot. Hondas, the same thing, they rot because the, the sheet metal is actually the inside of the trunk and mud gets in there and stays wet and the thing starts to corrode. And it kills a great car. Mechanically, they last forever. Well, no, they come up with these ideas like they try to encapsulate you know, the fuel lines and brake lines yeah. thinking, well, protect it so a stone's not going to hit it. Well, that that idea is correct except that it does capture and, and, and collect salt and water and corrosion. And as a consumer, right, the majority of us will feel like, okay, I'm going to get my car rust-proof because it'll take care of the rust in the body of the car. But you want to keep your car longer, so it's the undercoating with all the wiring, especially the new cars now. I mean, everything is so Wi-Fi fixated. 
that if you don't spray underneath and get the computers secure, you're cooked. Well, the, the electrical components on vehicles are, are a big issue, and they're going to continue to be a bigger yep, issue, yep. right? You know, and you've got, you've got all kinds of sensors and that, but that's also where, you know, your mechanic's going to tell you where you also need to be careful with it because some, some manufacturers have really done some terrible things where they put sensors. Yes, you know, I, you know we just had a course on, uh, you know, sonar and, and radar sensors because cars now will tell you if you're too close to, you know, when you're parking or, or they're going to use those sensors for automatic. Motive, uh, automated things, and <laughs> they stick them behind the bumper exactly where all the stuff gets thrown up from the wheels. And the guy said, you know, who was running the cars, he said, you won't believe it, but those sensors, they get, you know, they get damaged and they stop working. And the cost of repair is crazy. Yep. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm driving a fairly brand new vehicle. I'm two... Fairly two brand a, new. Fairly, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm two and a half months into this 2018 vehicle, and and I've had two two sensor issues already there you go. Yeah. directly related to that. And it happens to you. Like we were coming down from uh, Perry Sound last winter, and there's there was so much wet snow going on, and it sits on those sensors, and there's no cars around. That's yeah, the reason. Beeping. And it's been, what the heck's going on here? There's nobody here. And you can't get rid of it. Unless you get out on the 400 and go, okay, I'll just take that off right now. Oh, there's a truck coming. But it's, it's <laughs> to Al's point, if you had a fix, Al, if you had to replace, say, two sensors in the back bumper of a Honda, mm-hmm. right, what's the ballpark for that thing to do? It could be a thousand bucks. And what's crowned for rust proofing? 130. Yeah. yeah. That's a good analogy with that. You know what I like is when you go to your website, you actually see the prices. And it's like a big van, like a full size van, $149 to spray it. I mean, it's nothing. Yeah. It's right? a very inexpensive meat. And you yeah. get to see you get to see how the, the application goes. So you get a chance. Uh, what's the website? Crown.com? Crown.com. Perfect. Okay. When we come back, we're going to take some phone calls and we're going to tell you why dealers hate Crown. Because <laughs> that's really... Dealers? Dealers hate Crown. Are... I'll explain you why. <laughs> okay. Look this is Alice. Dave's Corner Garage. We'll Get be right face. back. Dealers? What's going on here? Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. As we get ready for that big wet white stuff that's coming down. We've also got the auto show coming up. 2019. Tons of stuff going on. And later on this hour, we're going to have Dave McLean on uh, yep. the auto show. That'd be great stuff. Okay, now we were saying that dealers hate Crown, and I'll tell you why. This is new car dealers you're saying? New car dealers. First off, selling you a rust-proofing package from the dealership will cost you $700, $800, and it costs them maybe 8 bucks in chemicals, and they spray it on. With Crown, if you're going to spend $700, bucks, you got 10 years of service if you do it every year. So what do they tell you is that they're going to cancel a warranty on your car if you spray your car, Correct. Yeah, that's that's, that's a great pretty, rumor. That's pretty much it. I mean, we and and you you got to understand if you go to a dealership. I mean, I'm in sales myself, so I don't begrudge a salesman. Uh, Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> you know, how, how, however, uh, you know when you when you go in and, and a, a a dealer, you're now you've agreed to purchase the vehicle. You yep. go into the finance and insurance individual. And, I'm sorry, the business office. Uh, the business, uh, sorry, the business office. It's where they give you the business. Yeah, that's where they give you the business. <laughs> when the sweats start coming on, <laughs> and and they'll and they'll ex- they'll explain to you now this this package, and then you know someone will say, you know, well, I go to Crown or you know I do this, and they'll say, well, that'll void your warranty. Yep. So one of the first questions that we ask people that call in about this to ask is, did they offer you another type of rust protection? Their own. Because if they are, you know, 
Is that the motivation as to why? And again, it's not the manufacturer that won't void the warranty. It's a dealership telling you that. And the dealerships are independently owned. That's correct. Right? So, you know, the consumers need to understand what they're purchasing. And it's it's the same thing is that we encourage, you know, a consumer, do your research before you go in. Oh, exactly. Okay. I mean, we see exactly the same thing on the mechanical side where someone says, my car's only a year old and they try to sell me $1,000 worth of maintenance packages. And so I said, the best thing to do is look in your owner's manual because that's where the truth will be. Well, you got to know that 23% of the dealership's profit comes from the business office. And there's some kind of a little bit of a slight scare tactic, if you will. Well, yeah, of course. Because they say, well, if you go with that other company, they're going to drill holes into your car. And you go, wait a minute, it's brand new. It's going to crack the paint. Yeah. And that's not true. Correct? That is not true. Yeah, that is correct. I feel like I'm Judge <laughs> Judy here today. All right, we're going to uh, go down the QE to Oakville right now and speak to Rick, who's got a question about... Uh, Rust protection, I guess. Rick, what can we do for you? Oh, thank you for taking my call. You're very welcome. Um, Well, I I am a a fan of Crown. Um, I recently traded in my 14-year-old Armada, which had been treated by Crown and had absolutely no rust on it at all, but mechanically it was time to go. And uh, now I've replaced it with uh, a new Expedition, Mm -hmm. which is the all-aluminum one, and I'm just wondering um, how much benefit am I going to get from the Crown now? Yeah, which, which is a which is a really good question, Rick. Um, so, a couple things with the aluminum vehicles is that uh, although the body panels are aluminum, you still have uh, other types of steel and metal that are there. So, you actually end up having dissimilar metals. You've got clips and things that are uh, attaching the mechanisms inside the door. Uh, so, all of these things will rust. the other The other misconception is is that aluminum won't uh, corrode. It does. Uh, but it does, right? Yeah. It just corrodes differently. Uh, you <laughs> Instead know, of red rust, you have white rust, yeah, let's call it. it, it yeah. It'll powder oxidize. Yeah. Um, frankly, they have more issues with the paint adherence uh, that we've seen in the first number of years since they've been using aluminum in body panels. Uh, but certainly when you look at the chassis of the vehicle, uh, that's not aluminum. Right? And right. So if anything, what you're saying is that the, the aluminum is, is not... Um, is not a be-all, end-all. In fact, it creates more problems than a traditional steel one. It, it certainly can. It certainly Did can. Did you change your formula because it was aluminum? Uh, not the formula, but the, the actual process oh, okay. to be able to address it is, is specific to the vehicle type. Yeah, absolutely. So, and you actually give out CDs to the dealers to, to make sure they know yeah. how to do it. Well, we, we, we used to do CDs. We, we now have this great thing called the interweb. And so uh, <laughs> we we distribute a lot of our information. Dave still has an 8-track. Oh, that would be sweet. <laughs> actually, yeah, I have a cassette. <laughs> www. And the batteries are still good. <laughs> so, yeah. in essence, your dealers, if, if they see a brand new vehicle, they're, they're going to go check it out. Yeah, they, there, there, is, there is a process that they follow. And, that, and that's how we, we continue to update our training because lots of things, not just in the automotive industry, uh, manufacturing in general continues to up, make yeah. innovations, and so we need to keep up with it, and so we do that on the web. Uh, Rick, did you um, get your car already processed? Um, sorry, I, I did. Did you already have it sprayed? Uh, no. Well, you know what Trevor's going to do? Yeah, we're going we're, <laughs> we're going to look after that for you, Rick. We really appreciate you calling in and so uh we're going to give your application to you on this beautiful new vehicle of yours. Oh, 
thank you very much. I do appreciate that. Okay, so okay. hang on. Don't hang up. Okay. And uh, Sebastian will take your phone number and all the information down, and then we'll get that out to you. Great. Thank you very much. Thanks, Thanks for Richard. calling. That's interesting. They're always pushing, like, military-grade aluminum, blah, 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 blah. Maybe in the desert. You know, I see those movie, those television programs. They pull a thing out of the desert 150 years ago, and it's not rusted. Well, because it's nice and dry in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's where the plants where Air Canada keeps a lot of their planes, down in uh, Phoenix. That's right. Throughout the wintertime. Yep, exactly right. All righty. We'll be right back with your question. Oh, no, we're going to see um, <laughs> where are Dave we going? McLean. It's on page 22. Yeah, Dave McLean's coming up, and we... We'll do that next break, and then after that, it's all your questions. Before you know it, it'll be the auto show. Okay. Imagine that. We've got Dave McLean on. How are you, Dave? I'm great. I'm great on a snowy morning. He's out in Collingwood. Oh, hey, are you skiing skiing today? No, no, no. I'm just trying to get things ready for the ski season, but it feels like ski season right now with all the snow that's up here. Get that old snowmobile out there, just... Away you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny how fast it happens, but we're already coming up to the auto show. February 15th to the 24th this yeah, year. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's like that. It seems like it's like that every year, Dave. I mean, we, yeah. uh, no sooner do we finish with one show and start tearing it apart and figuring out what works, what doesn't work, and then we're right into the planning for the next one. As a matter of fact, you know, it, it's, it's not just that. I mean, we've already got plans for 2020 that are underway. You just have to be on that cycle if you want to. You know, stay current if you want to get commitments from the manufacturers globally. So it's it's a it's a it's a big competition out there. So you have uh, concept cars. I mean, that always takes time to get in. Yeah, concept cars are really. You know, that's all driven by the manufacturers in terms yeah. of what they want to show and, and you know what they want to showcase from a halo perspective for for the product lineup. Saying we've got all kinds of great features scheduled for this year. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, as I always say, that uh, you know there are no two shows that are the same. So this year's show won't be the same as last year's, and certainly won't be the same as next year's because the features just continue to change, and uh, I think get more and more exciting every year as the auto industry presents you know more diversity, more of its diverse background, and and to give people a little bit more insight into what's happening in the future. And also the changes in product. I mean, we're now we're pushing electric vehicles or, or hybrids. Uh, well, it morphs. Yeah. The show morphs as the, as the market morphs. Yeah, and this year we've got an electric vehicle uh, test drive campaign. We started it last year and, uh, you know, working with plug-in drive. And so whether you're in the north or south building, you can find out from manufacturers which of their vehicles are participating in the program and uh, test drive an electric vehicle right from the event. Well, you know, this isn't just a pipe dream anymore. These cars are going to be here with, within the next yes. five years for sure. And it's, it's great that they have, people have an opportunity to actually sit down in them and have a look and, and see what it's like. Because, you know, so many people are going like, I don't think I would like an autonomous car. And, 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 but, you know, other people are saying, hey, I, I'm, it's, it's the future. Let's, let's have a look at it now if we can. Well, that's true. I mean, there's, there's, obviously, there's a little bit of a difference. There's autonomous vehicles, there's electric vehicles, and then there are autonomous electric vehicles that are now, you know, being worked on. So it's, uh, you know, electricity is really the, the propulsion, you know, as compared as opposed to the internal combustion engine. It's still relatively low volume in Canada, but I think they're seeing that it is growing, and certainly there's a lot of investment that's being made in the Canada. So Canadian Car of the Year Awards, the Art of the Automobile, Auto Exotica, there's tons of stuff going on. Oh, yeah, we've got a Barrett-Jackson showcase this year. Get out of here, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we're working with the Peterson Museum and uh, what we call the L.A. Car Culture. Uh, That's going to be all, uh, you know, located, uh, at least the car culture will be located... uh, directly adjacent to what we call icons our classic car collection this year which is all on 700 level in castro alley so there's just there's just so much to see and so much to do at this year's event uh cobble beach 
Cabo Beach is a great partner of ours. Uh, you know, they've been great supporting us in terms of helping us put together the presentation uh, uh, year after year, and, and uh, certainly we work with them at their event in, in September. But uh, uh, Rob McLeese there is a fantastic gentleman, and uh, he works alongside uh, with Jason, and they put together their classic feature, which this year is going to be Icons. Oh, okay. so I think that's pretty broad in, in terms of uh, giving us the flexibility to pull together the best vehicles in the world for a particular display. So let's talk money. Early bird tickets are now available at the autoshow.ca for? Yeah, well, the early bird tickets right now, you get 25% off admission price. So it's great for everybody. That's going to run until December 31st. Uh, every now and then we do extend the program, but you can be sure that it'll be running until then. Um, we've got all kinds of different ticketing programs. I mean, this year we've got Super Tuesday that you can now buy online. It's a ticket that's good for uh, Tuesday only at the auto show. The Tuesday, obviously, following Family Day Monday. Mm-hmm. That's a $14 ticket for a full adult admission. So that's more than the 25% off. Uh, of course, we're going to be doing something a little different this year, and it's, gonna, it's called Save 6 After 6. It's that Save $6 After 6. And uh, we're going to be looking at building out some of the content that is being presented uh, evenings at the auto show, not just weekday evenings, but evenings in general. So we're going to try and put a little calendar of different events and activities sprinkled throughout the show to give people, uh, you know, an idea of, uh, you know, when it is they want to go and what they can experience uh, uh, during the evenings when it's not as, uh, you know, there aren't as many people. So it's, I think it's a, a great little experiment we're going to uh, embark upon. Now, we're going to be down there uh, on Family Day doing our town hall. Oh, I'm, I hear people talking about it already, Dave. I tell you, <laughs> Monday, Monday, February 18th. But, uh, we, we just have to figure out where we can put you guys so you stay out of trouble. Well, that's a big that's problem. That's impossible. <laughs> you know that by now. So what's the website once again, Dave, so people can get on it right now and uh, buy some tickets over the weekend? Well, you know what, it's, uh, Steve, it's the best way to do it is always go to autoshow.ca. It's Perfect. the ultimate planning tool for the auto show. Uh, right now, we've got plans for the coming year. Of course, you can take advantage of uh, early bird tic- uh, discount tickets. And uh, it gives you a peek into everything that's going to be presented at the 2019 Canadian International Auto Show. So you buy buy three tickets, get one free. That's 25% yeah. off, right? So you take that's your whole right. family for 25 yeah. off. David, thank you. We'll be talking again. All right, gentlemen. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. And uh, it's a harbinger of the weather coming. <laughs> it is. It's get great. back to waxing them skis, eh? <laughs> I'm on it. I'm on it. Come on. <laughs> Dave McLean from the Auto Show. Remember, it's autoshow.ca for any information. And it, without a doubt, it's the best consumer-driven show going. Well, you know, it the really families is. go in there, they, they watch your kids. Volkswagen always puts up a, a daycare, daycare center, yeah. right? So you can wander around, talk to everybody. And and not just that, but for the automobile industry, it's a big event. We have VP, VIP nights, we have uh, seminars, we have all kinds of stuff going on. The press comes in, they vote car of the year. It's It kicks off the car selling season. And the Toronto show is really, you know, done their best to maintain yeah. because uh, a lot of the other shows have gone the wayside. Well, the problem is, and I was talking to Dave about this, it costs manufacturers millions of dollars to bring these uh, these events together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, for instance, the Detroit show has moved its date because it's right after the electronics show and it killed the Detroit show. Now they have to move their date so they get their audience back. The Toronto show, we're kind of isolated here because it's cold outside, it's a nice place to yeah. go for a walk, it's downtown and it's great stuff. It's the premier show in Canada. And if you want to find out more, go to autoshow.ca, you'll see some of the videos that's rolling right now yeah. uh, with some of the new cars that are coming up. Jaguar's just kicking 
bumpers, yeah. so to speak. Some great stuff. So we'll continue to take your calls. We've got Trevor Hutchinson in from Crown throughout the entire hour. Alan Gelman is getting ready to take your questions, as is Mr. Batman with a blue shirt on today. Blue suede shoes. Dave Renninger. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Stick Pass around. me the wrench, would you, Dave? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's Corner Garage, we're back just a second. Uh, you Wait, we can have a musical give, interlude here. Give the wrench back to him. He asked you for the wrench. Actually, I gave him a knockometer. A knockometer. <laughs> yeah, we're not a, going there. That's a BFH. Yeah, you know could, be, could be a swing press. Oh, is that close, exactly to, the R- same thing. Is that close to the RTFM? <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. All right, our next caller is <laughs> Dave Marianne. Give her a musical introduction. Marianne, all day, all night, Marianne. Oh, that's you? all you can do? <laughs> Al, you're the drummer. Okay, you know, I'm going to do Hey, Marianne, what's your game now? <laughs> can anybody play? Hey, Marianne, what's that's up? That's right, that's right. <laughs> Go ahead, Marianne. How can we help you this morning? Good morning. It's nice to be serenaded. Super. Um, and do you have a favorite Marianne song yourself? Um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, we'll loan you ours. <laughs> okay. Um, my question is, I have a 1998 uh, Toyota Camry XLE. Uh, it's only got 148,000 kilometers on it. Uh-huh. Um, I've got a great corner mechanic who has kept it in top shape mechanically. Uh, but the rocker panels are rusting out and around the wheel wells. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm retired, so I can't afford a new car. And this car has um, the... Um, radio and the cassette player and the CD player in it. and Sounds like Dave's car. And, <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh, for uh, <laughs> under $5,000, I don't think I could replace this car. Okay, we know where you're going, Marianne. Okay. So, the, first off, the, the thing we should be doing here is have your mechanic audit the car. Yes. Okay, tell him to put it up on the lift and with a microscope, go through the vehicle. Right. And try and predict anything that's going to go wrong with it. Right. If he comes back with an answer that says, you know, Marianne, this car is in really good condition. All you have to do is repair these panels, and you're good to go for another few years. I would say yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know what? We've got a rust expert in the studio with us, Trevor. Uh, yeah, Don't I, sing to her. You can sing to her if you want. I, I know a Leonard Cohen Marianne song. but That's right, right. Uh, that was right, the other yeah, one I was thinking right. about. <laughs> um, well, I, I completely agree with, uh, with David, uh, Marianne. Is, is you seem to have an excellent mechanic. Get his opinion on it. Um, is, is the rust perforated right through on your rocker panel or on your fender? Uh, well, um, part of the rocker panel fell off. Okay. All right. So, yeah, because what would happen? What what we would do is we would probably send you to uh, a couple of body shops to get you an estimate. I mean, it, it it's not going to be an inexpensive repair. Right. And and that's why the audit from your mechanic is going to be so important to tell you is it worth to you to put the money into that vehicle because you're you're likely going to be. Uh, you could be fifteen, eighteen, two thousand dollars easily on that repair. He he quoted about three thousand, and I can't get another car for that amount. Yeah, and I know what's wrong with this car. And the other answer is, you can buy these panels; they're available. So oh. if you have a rocker panel, you can actually cut out the old one, weld in a new one, and just spray that area. Yeah. Right. right. Even you can buy front fenders; uh, they're not much either. Maybe a hundred, couple hundred dollars. So you, where do you get these? Uh, it's available if you go to a jobber or the body shop will know. It's called Cross Canada uh, Parts, and they import parts from all over the world, and they are replacement parts, and they're cheap. Oh, 
They're really cheap. Yeah. All right, so take your car in, just a refresh here. Take your car to the mechanic, have them look over it. Make sure you don't need brakes and, you know, all the rest of it. Oh, no, it's... And if it's in great shape and it's worth the repair, then by all means, go ahead. And here's the deal. If you get it done and you have it repaired, call me or call Trevor and we'll get you it sprayed so we can get a few more years out of it. Not you, Marion, but the car, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could use that, too. Okay. <laughs> okay, now... I'm starting to creak myself a little bit. Now, now Marianne has officially joined the show. Marianne, <laughs> have a Marianne, great weekend. lots of luck. Take care. Thanks for calling in with that. Thank you. Okay. You're very welcome. You know, I was in New York City, and there was um, Edith Head, you know, from the makeup and stuff, was in one of the stores. And I said to her, are you Edith Head from the thing? She says, excuse me, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> Did she spray you? No, but <laughs> she was out there hustling, and she was not in her prime, I got to tell you. <laughs> she had a spritzer? Yes. <laughs> okay, give him back the wrench. <laughs> Dave's Car Garage, we'll Love be right back. <laughs> I want to promise everybody that Marianne will be back in a couple weeks singing uh, White Christmas and uh, Marianne. <laughs> I was going to just okay, tell you. want to open up the vaults here. You Dave's know, got a question, a well, little story. A I little was going to uh, tell you a story um, where she was talking about rocker panels. Well, back in the 50s, the cars used to lose the rocker panels three years into the into their life lifespan. So my dad's a used car dealer back in 55 and 56, and uh, he sells, buys and sells cars. And a guy comes in and he slaps this wet newspaper on the de- on the desk, and my father says, "What the hell's that?" And he says, "Eric, he says that's the rocker panel of the Ford you just sold me." He goes, "No," he says, "Yeah, somebody's just jammed newspaper in there and covered it with mud." Unbelievable. I must have bought it like that. He goes, no, no, no. Look at the date. It's only like three weeks old. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they made an agreement, and the guy got, he paid him some money back, and the guy left. And, he, and we at that time had what's called a lotman. This guy would do all kind of repairs in the car. So the lotman comes up. He goes, Vladimir, come here. And Vladimir goes, yes, Boso. He goes, look at this. He says, what's that? He says, that's the rocker panel out of the Ford. It just cost me $50. He says, oh, okay. He says, next time you fix cars, you tear off the dates. <laughs> <laughs> Was it the sports section or what? <laughs> all right, speaking of rusty rocker panels, we're going to go to Doug and Arthur, who's got a question about Crown. What can we do for you, Doug? Yeah, I've got a question. Uh, a week ago, I uh, took delivery of a new vehicle. Uh-huh. And this week, I went in to my local uh, Crown dealer, because I've always have my car done. Sure. And there's three weeks before I can get an appointment to have it done. Is there some time frame that you have to have it done for to maintain the warranty? Oh, great question. Yeah, that, that's a good question, Doug. So on our new vehicle warranty, you have one year from the manufacturer's production date or six months from the date of purchase. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and, and you know what? To, to be to be very candid with you, there, there are sometimes situations we run into with snowbirds or something on their vehicles. And uh, we work with our dealers because our warranty is a legal document. But there are cases where we've extended it. Uh, due to situations, you know, somebody's going into the hospital, something, you know, you know, there's, there's legal papers. The fact is we're in a customer service business and we want to make sure that people's vehicles are looked after and they get the warranty protection that they they deserve. You guys are super accommodating. I've heard you give away product and do all kinds of stuff for people here on radio. Okay. I'll ask another question then. Should I be doing it now or should I be waiting until spring? Uh, well, I would I would definitely do it now. Okay. Uh, if you told me you bought your vehicle in January, or February, I'd probably say you know wait till wait till March or April. You to wash do it. them anyways underneath, right? You wash them all down. Yeah, and 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 you, you, I mean you've got an excellent dealer up there. You you probably go up to the Jackson family there on on Eliza. No. 
Yeah, it's not. Right. It's, it's a Jackson family. Okay. It's, yeah, Bill. Yeah, Bill Jackson and and family and that. So uh, Dan Cotton, because yeah. I've. Oh yeah, so the Cotton family was our original dealer up there. So yeah. Dan Dan sold his business a few years ago to this gentleman who was actually working for him. Yeah, that's right. I know them. Right. They just went around the corner for me. Yeah, so I deal with Dan in his car wash. Yeah. Kumbaya. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you you know you know what I what I want to do. We really appreciate you calling in. Is I'm actually going to look after the application for you. Oh great. Can't you know, that. No, wow. <laughs> so you make sure you protect that vehicle, and uh, and Bill and his family will do a great job on it. So stay on the line, and Sebastian will take down your information. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, I thought the Jacksons were in Detroit. Go figure. Yeah. Dancing, okay. dancing. <laughs> so smooth. Did you get the wrench back yet? No. <laughs> All right, we've got a hybrid question or something along those lines. Paul in Woodstock, what can we do for you, sir? Yeah, taking my call. I, I got a question. Yep. Uh, a few years ago... The dealer had to disconnect the batteries for the car for repair. And ever since then, I've had a problem with the charging system. Mm. I've taken it back to them a number of times, and they tell me there was nothing wrong for a couple of years. And now they're telling me that there's something wrong with the battery. Now, it's an intermittent problem. Sometimes it's charging, sometimes it's not. I've asked if, if they keep um, codes, like fault codes in the computer. Right. They say, well, it's supposed to, but you, you haven't got it. So I, I don't know what's going on. I'm at the point right now where I'm not going to spend any more money on the car. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's unfortunate because, uh, as a rule, I've had Honda since, I don't know, the late 80s. And yeah. I've never had a problem like this before. Uh, when I bought it, they said, oh, yes, we're, we're thoroughly trained on everything. But every time I ask them a question or why it's taking <laughs> so long, they say, well, we've got to call into the line. We're waiting for them to call us back. Do you have any idea what the problem could be? All right, Paul, I'm going to have to uh, just end the call only in terms of uh, we're getting too much background noise. But uh, generally speaking, you know, um, you know, Honda's pretty good. Yeah. What, you, what Paul should be doing is, is having his dealer contact the DSM, mm-hmm. which is the district service manager, okay? Uh, he'll come down. He'll look at your problem. You can bring all your documentation with you every time that you've complained about this issue. And more than likely, you'll get it covered under warranty no, lo- no matter how old uh, the car is. If there was an issue under warranty, it's covered, okay? And I apologize, but we couldn't hear you on the, on the phone. I think you had the window open. Maybe. Did you hear? I didn't hear that. Seriously, that's what I heard. May have been snow in the background there. (laughs) Good, very well, Ben. All right, this is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be back after these messages. Wrapping up soon. This is Dave's Corner Garage in the studio. Trevor okay. from Crown. we got a couple of things. First off, Subaru has issued a recall for 33,000-plus vehicles uh, for stalling. So if you got a Subaru, I would suggest you contact your dealer. Uh, Nissan, too bad you got rid of yours. <laughs> <laughs> is it really, though? Nissan Canada is recalling 19,000 vehicles because the brakes might fail. The brake pump, the anti-lock brake pump, uh, is an increased risk of fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, it affects 2015. 15 to 2017 Muranos, Maximas, Pathfinders, actually almost everything they make. So if you have got a recall, I would suggest definitely you go in there. Uh, one of the problems with the new autonomous vehicles is people get sick. They don't realize where the vehicle's going, and it's like a ride in the exhibition. So Jaguar, who's now brought out this new electric uh, E-type uh, vehicle. Oh, it's hot. Have you right? seen that thing? Yeah, it's gorgeous. Whoa. Right? They spent almost 15,000 miles of data trying to figure out why people do get sick. 
and the new electrics and autonomous driving vehicles will actually move a little bit sl- slower. In other words, they won't have fast reactions, and the suspension is designed to be a little more floaty. And Harley-Davidson is recalling... See, we're not just car guys. We're motorcycle guys. Harley-Davidson is recalling 2017 to 2018 models uh, for a clutch fluid problem. So if you got one of those suckers... I thought you were I trying to tell me that the doors open automatically. Uh, Ford is recalling 2 million F-150s. Mm-hmm. 2 million. Yeah. Wow. That's a really uh, strong car with the LGBT community. <laughs> Anyways, the aluminum box falls off. Tell yeah, me. I don't know, but they're calling it. We're calling four hundred thousand of these vehicles for address of fire or smoke concerns from the seatbelts. Seatbelts, yes. Don't yeah. you hate when that happens? Don't you hate when that happens? Crazy thing, okay. is on fire here. That's so that's about going. it. Uh, I got one quick question for you: hybrids. How do you deal with them? Well, that's that's a really good question because that's what we're dealing with a lot more mm-hmm. now, right? Absolutely. It, well, you know, Paul called in. He's got one. It's how many years old? You heard Dave McLean talk about. The the auto show and how there's going to be so many more electronic and, and hybrid vehicles. How do you, yeah. you, you got to stay up with it and yeah. they need attention as well. They do because, because you still got the issues with the moisture, yeah. but, but you do need to be careful. So a lot of our R&D goes into uh, the proper way to access them, what can be accessed, what can't be accessed. One of the nice things is, is that we actually manufacture our corrosion inhibiting product for uh, equipment manufacturers in the trucking industry, mm-hmm. in the bus industry, that actually specifically use the product. Right. In the farm industry. Uh, and I didn't the, know yep, that. On, on electronics. Mm-hmm. And they're running a much... Uh, a much larger voltage than than the autos are. Mm-hmm. So that that is one of the advantages when you were talking earlier about the product having no solvents, not being flammable. It's safe to use on that. So that, that's a big advantage for us. But it is also uh, something that we spend a lot of R&D money on, uh, continuing to try to not just keep up, but actually stay ahead of the game as to what's coming in manufacturing. Yeah, one of the things we're going to see coming up will be 48 volts running our vehicles instead of 12 volts because of there's, there's more pressure with, with the 48 volts and less amperage. So that's one of the things. And hybrids are running, what, 240 volts? Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, they had to retrain all the fire departments of how to shut that thing off if it was involved in an accident because two forty volts will just snap. You're gone. Yeah, history. Yeah, no, Finished. no. The the the, the in, industry is 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 going. I mean, that's that's where that's where we're going. We're we're not going to be out of uh, you know vehicles that run on uh, gas and oh. diesel in our lifetime. So. You know what? We own. I built a gas station, and I asked the guy. He says, "Look, you know, we're building a gas station, several millions of dollars." How long are you going to be able to supply gas? He goes, forever. He says, it's, there's such a large investment in it, and it seems like its oil actually reproduces itself. There's, there's wells in Texas which should have run dry 20 years ago, and they're still producing. So there's something about that stuff that it's, it just keeps reproducing itself. Yeah, but you know, it, your, but your sales volume is going to go down as people go to electric. I think only in, in urban areas. I don't think. I hope a, you're wired for to put in a fast charge station there. We're actually wired for um, a liquid. What do you call it? Uh, hydrogen, liquid hydrogen. Mm-hmm. We've already put the pipes in because they say that's where the next energy source is, and it's clean. And how much, from a mechanical point of view, with uh, Glen Allen Motors, do you have to get ready to fix hybrid cars? Is it going to be that much of a difference to get ready for? No, of course. You know, you have to know what you can touch and what you can't touch. You know, <laughs> generally speaking... This applies to cars, right? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I lost track for a second. So we've been doing this, some of these vehicles for years. But, <laughs> but, you know, as we're talking about, you know, things staying the same, 
cars still have tires, they still have brakes, they still have suspensions, and those are things that have to be protected both by Crown and serviced both by Glen Allen Motors. But there you, you go. See, now the industry's changed. We have modeled our industry towards a dentist's office. Huh? You know, they call you in for a cleaning, not because your teeth are dirty, but they want to see you every year. Right. Right. So yeah. we we start pushing maintenance instead of repairs. So will wear and tear change on a hybrid car for on brakes and tires? I think it'll be more expensive. Why is that? Because they're regenerating electricity. So now instead of having a brake pad slowing you down, you've got a reverse polarity motor slowing you down. So that wear and tear on those motors and stuff. I saw a car at the auction. Uh, the brake light was on. It was an escape. Mm-hmm. The guy bought the car, figured, ah, brake light on, what could it be? Turned out it was $6,000 to fix it because it had a regenerative braking system. Mm-hmm. So it was back at the auction. <laughs> Part of the customer, I'd say, give me a break. Come on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> give me a break. Uh, a little humor there. How can they charge so much money for that? <laughs> Very little. You okay. Know, yuck Yucks have an opening for you. Uh, <laughs> they buy a whole roll of electrical tape, covered a light bulb, you'd never know. <laughs> Trevor, thank you for joining us. You're very welcome, gentlemen. As usual, it's a very, very interesting show when you're with us. Uh, Alan, again, thank you. Sebastian, thank you. Without you, nothing works. Can I book and a fluoride course- treatment? Yeah. I want to book a floor ride treatment. Tell me it's like a dentist. And Steve, the audience, has moved up now to Steve. So does that mean I, I have to give away little toothbrushes now, or can I give away a wrench? You what can give, away, wrench. give away flush. <laughs> give him, give him the wrench, brush, right? <laughs> can we flush your brakes? Keep the shiny side up. Keep the greasy, greasy side, side down. down. Yeah, we'll see you next Drive time. Drive safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.